Cage. And you're listening to The, the Truth Flukes. Um, so, as a kind of, um, follow-up, yeah, maybe, to last week's episode, I don't really know how to phrase it, um, but we're gonna be talking about personality types and love languages and, like, little assessments and, mm-hmm. so yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I guess to start, we took three... We took four. Four tests? Four tests. Two were the same type of test. Right. I don't... I feel like... Did we just get right into it? Yeah. Okay, so, I think we should explain each test briefly, and then get into... Well, I think we should explain the test briefly, and then talk about our results, and then explain... Oh, right. That's how you had it mapped out. So... So, the first one... Well, is, we can say we oh, took three different personality types tests of personality um, that go and test you on different attributes of your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, what the first one being Briars Meg, Briars Megs, Myers Briggs, Myers Briggs, or sixteen personalities. There's two different names that we found for that. Um, the second one is the Myers Briggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh huh. And the last one is love languages. Mm-hmm. So they all focus on different um, parts of the per- of personality that all come together. Um, and so we each took it, and we haven't discussed our results. Um, so we're just gonna break it down and start with the first Myers Briggs test. Uh, test. So this is um, also labeled as the human metrics. Um, I believe it's Young. I forget how to pronounce this. It's been a while since I took typology. Um, typology test. (laughs) Briefly, what the 16 personality tests, um, look at is it looks at four categories and you get a letter for each category. Um, so the first category is extroversion versus introversion. The second category is intuition versus sensing. Third category, feeling versus thinking. And then the fourth category is judging versus perceiving. So you're like one or the other, and then it gives a percentage. Uh, as to how much. So you can go ahead and start. Okay, so I've taken this test more than once in my life. But both of us have. Um, we took it at least once through church, and I think more than once in different church events. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I don't, by more I, than months, I mean maybe twice. Aside from me taking it randomly, like on my own free time, the only time I actually remember taking it was for school. Um, they handed us a packet, um, and we, like, circled it and then graded it ourselves. And um, when I took it that first time, I got a perfect equal on I and E for yeah. introversion versus extroversion. Um, but this time taking it, I got a 9% on E for extrovert. Um, so I am just, like, slightly more extroverted. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't super surprised by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was expecting to be in the middle, mm-hmm. slightly extroverted. Um, <clears throat> and then intuitive, so I got N, uh, 6%, so slightly intuitive. What was the other one? Sensing. Sensing, so. It's listed there. Like, oh. if you just look down. <laughs> if I just read. That's how... You thought I pulled those out of my head. I just no, read No, I thought you were Googling it. 
so then feeling, I got 22%, which is the most. Um, and I feel like that makes sense. I'm not really a thinker. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, and then judging, 12%. Um, yeah. So for me, my type is INTJ, which I think is very interesting. Um, the When I took this exact test before I got INFJ, mm-hmm. which I think, first of all, I think it's interesting because that's very similar to what Alex got. Mm-hmm. And then also it's very similar to what I just got. So um, my biggest category was introversion, which was 62%. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, right? I know. I, <laughs> man, I don't think this test is accurate. Um, and then I got uh, intuitive at 12%, oversensing. And then... This is what made it even more interesting. I got thinking is only 1% over feeling. And Which so, would make sense why you got F in the past. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's such... Because it literally says you have a marginal or no preference of thinking over feeling. So that's why I think it's very interesting that before, the only difference is INFJ instead of INTJ. Well, um, looking at yours and mine, mine all say slight preference. Yours said... Each one Mine is different. different. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and then I got judging at 41% over perceiving. Yeah. So we're both intuitive and judgy. Yeah. yeah. Very judgy. Slightly intuitive. So, so okay. is there a breakdown that you have more of them? Yeah. So I have um, both of our personality. So through this website, it also then gives you descriptions of the types. And so I have both of ours pulled up. Perfect. So I'm going to go through yours first, and then we can go through mine. Yes, ma'am. And I might need to plug in my computer. Okay. Well, um, we'll, we'll unplug the light. Yeah. We'll get there. So um, this has got some big words in it, but mm. here we go. ENFJs are the benevolent pedagogues of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, is that a description? That makes no sense. We're just going to toss that away. <laughs> um, benevolent? They have... Isn't that, like, godly? I don't know. So then, it's, they have tremendous charisma by which many are drawn into their nurturing... What the heck? Tutelage? <laughs> tutelage? What the heck? Tutelage? And, hold on. And or grand schemes. Oh, okay. I do... I am a scheming person. And I mean, it, tremendous charisma by which many are drawn. I mean... Yeah, I mean... People like to participate in schemes. <laughs> they do. Um, here's a really great sentence. Okay. Many ENFJs have tremendous power to manipulate others with their phenomenal interpersonal skills and unique salesmanship. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Follow-up sentence. Okay. But it's not usually meant as manipulation. ENFJs generally believe in their dreams and see themselves as helpers and enablers, which they usually are. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Okay. They're manipulative. <laughs> We've been new. Um, I gotta say, I've taken, like, I've done things just for fun to do, like, oh, personality, blah, 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 um, the astrology sign stuff, like, mm-hmm. I'm a Virgo, but, like, I don't follow, I mean, I don't understand, I don't, I don't understand the astrology it's, signs. Yeah, I mean, And yeah. I don't fit it, apparently, because I made somebody mad, he was like, that's not your birthday. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a Virgo. And he was like, but you're not one. And then he, like, spent a week trying to figure out what would, like, what was up. Mm, so I apparently go against my star sign. 
Um, but dang, if an EFN, if it, ENFJ ain't me, like, I don't know what is. Yeah, so, uh, next thing is ENFJs are global learners. They see the big picture. The ENFJ's focus is expansive. Some can juggle an amazing number of responsibilities or projects simultaneously. Mm. And many ENFJs have tremendous entrepreneurial ability. Oh my gosh, guys! I'm going to school! I'm a business major with a focus in entrepreneurship. If that ain't an entrepreneurial salesperson, I don't know what is. I mean, I sell stuff at AT AT&T and uh, I do think I'm the best. Yeah. I'm not, but I think I am. Um, and then the last little paragraph, uh, ENFJs know and appreciate people. They are apt to neglect themselves and their own needs for the needs of others. They have thinner psychological boundaries than most and are at risk for being hurt or even abused by less sensitive people. ENFJs often take on more of the burdens of other others than they can bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. Yep, sounds right. Okay. I can pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't yeah. need to design that for you. You already go. No. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, wait, there actually is more. more so we're going to continue. Okay. Um, okay. So. Wait, do we want to do yours? Do we want to, like, see what the other the 16 personality one says and then go into more or keep going no i think we should keep going okay i'm ready um hold on i didn't read these okay never mind i don't like it we're done okay so for me yes i'm listening i have a lot more written than is under your categories okay oh boy Hmm. all right um well i'm just gonna read it then not then we'll react i'm not gonna pre-read it in my head first yeah no just go okay to outsiders intjs may appear to project an aura of um, definiteness? Why does it not say definitiveness? Anyways, definiteness of self-confidence. This self-confidence, sometimes mistaken for simple arrogance by the less decisive, is actually of a very specific rather than a general nature. Its source lies in the specialized knowledge systems that most people of this type start building at an early age. That is a long sentence. When it comes to their own areas of expertise, and INTJs can have several, they will be able to tell you almost immediately whether or not they can help you, and if so, how. INTJs know what they know, and perhaps still more importantly, they know what they don't know. Um, I don't think that's as accurate for you. I don't. And that's why I say, I mean, the only difference between INTJ and INFJ is it's a 1% for like, thinking. For it. So, so read the one for INFJ. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, uh, uh, skim the rest of this just to see if anything stands out to me. Okay. Just because that sounds like a more cold-hearted version. Like, like I feel it, like it's, you... Okay, here's the thing. And going... So last week I mentioned the YouTube channel, uh, Frank James. He does yeah. 16 personality sketches. So, like, there's a situation and then he, like, pretends to be each of the 16 and okay. how they would react. I think more recently, some of the ones that are INTJ, I'm like, that is something I would do. Right. So I think that I can be that way. But I, I think there there are a lot of things to me, like, how they're, like, they're cold. They have, like, no patience for others. Like, they can't relate to other people. And I mm-hmm. don't think that's true. Yeah. Um, but so here's an interesting little paragraph. Um, Personal relationships, particularly romantic ones, can be the INTJ's Achilles heel. 
<laughs> While they are capable of caring deeply for others, usually a select few, and are willing to spend a great deal of time and effort on a relationship, the knowledge and self-confidence that make them so successful in other areas can suddenly abandon or mislead them in interpersonal situations. Hmm. That, I do believe, is accurate. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, but then it's like, this happens in part because many INTJs do not readily grasp the social rituals. For instance, they tend to have little patience and less understanding of things such as small talk and flirtation. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be good to hear the um, INFJ yep. because that's I'm both our middle ground. Yeah. Because I'm... Um, yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna start with the little... The first paragraph. Yeah. INFJs are distinguished by both their complexity of character and the unusual range and depth of their talents. Strongly humanitarian in outlook, INFJs tend to be idealists. They are generally doers as well as dreamers. Their strong combination of vision and practicality often results in action... I... Blah. INFJs taking a disproportionate amount of responsibility in the various causes to which so many of them seem to be drawn. Okay. Interesting. That was a lot of words that didn't Yeah, really... I don't think I registered any of them. Not me neither. <laughs> uh, but it, this is basically more... Uh, so INFJs are deeply concerned about their relations with individuals as well as the state of humanity at large. Um, so it this is seeming more like the opposite of INTJ like caring about people and really yeah. like um wanting to people Help. yeah yeah I, I mean I, I think you're definitely being in between them definitely makes sense for you yeah absolutely and then there's um INFJs are true introverts who can only be emotionally intimate and fulfilled with a chosen few from among their long-term friends family or obvious soulmates uh, while instinctively courting the personal and organizational demands continually made upon them by others, at intervals, INFJs will suddenly withdraw into themselves, sometimes shutting out their intimates. That, I, I think, makes sense. So, I think it's interesting that it, it says that that's, like, true introverts is INFJ. Mm. But that's, like, my, like, I teeter on the line of introvert and extrovert. Right. And it still sounds pretty accurate. I think... The ENFJ definitely sounds way more accurate as a whole to to me and definitely is, like, what I'm going to stick with. But I think it's interesting that, like, slightly switch going over to that introvertness, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then um, the next thing, accurately suspicious about others' motives. INFJs are not easily led. These are the people that you can rarely fool any of the time. Though affable and sympathetic to most, INFJs are selective about their friends. Such friendship is a symbolic bond that transcends mere words. I think that the first half is definitely true to me. The yeah. second half is slightly true. There's um, a select few who I will get, like, super close super, with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And, and I feel like it, it, it's you. Yeah, I agree. And then there's something um, that I specifically remember from when I took this before mm -hmm. that stood out. Um, INFJs have a knack for fluency in language. Oh. And, <laughs> well, see, aside from English, like, I took French. Yeah. And switched, like, I decided not to take it anymore after French, too, because it was too easy. And mm -hmm. I, I went to Latin, and I picked that up super quick, too, and I thought it was too easy, but I really liked my teacher and yeah. didn't want to change. But, like, I just find that really interesting, like, 
And here's something that I didn't know when exactly we were going to get into it. But, like, these are, you answer some questions and they, you know, see how you answer those and that gives you your result. Just because it's saying these things, it doesn't mean that's true to me. It doesn't mean that's who I am. It doesn't yeah. mean that I need to change what I'm doing to act like that. Like, this is not what should be guiding me. Yeah, no. This is just, it's a test. It gives me some things. I can analyze them. Some are true. Some are not. This should not be taken as, like, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to live. Yeah. But it definitely gives us a, like, a, by taking the test, it gets us to think, like, oh, how would we, like, what would we do in this situation? Whatever. And then also going back and looking at the results, like the way that we're doing it right now, like going back and forth, comparing the mm. two of us, um, it's a conversation. I feel like it's getting us to think and like, yeah, we know that some of these parts like aren't accurate, but it's interesting to hear. And then we can take what we talk about and like maybe have a better understanding of ourselves, I guess. I don't know. Or any yeah. other. Um, uh. I had another thought, too, that I'm, like, forgetting. Oh, with the language thing. I, um, took French for one year, then was, like, that was okay, but that was only French one, and then I switched mm -hmm. to Latin because I was like, oh, words are hard. Maybe taking the root of English will help me understand and words. Which... Can I just say, but continue that in a second. But I find it really, really interesting. So we became friends more seriously, like, end of middle school-ish. And, like, mm -hmm. still, we didn't really ever talk about school. Yeah, no. But I find it really interesting that we both, both took the French and then Latin. Yeah. I was thing. thinking, well, but and then, that I, I was thinking the same thing. Um, but for anybody who's listening, my problem with words was not that I just didn't know words. It's, I have a learning disability. So Latin was terrible for me. Mm -hmm. Um. But then I've also, like, tried to learn sign language. I took ASL1 at Towson. I really wish I could have continued. I like, wish that's the one that thing. I, I could take ASL in college. I really do. But, like, we both took French, then mm -hmm. took Latin, and have tried to learn ASL on our own in, like, bits and pieces. Anyway. Okay, so um, after we took that test, yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know what order you took them in. I took them in the order. I did, too. Okay. So, we took this other test that is from 16personalities.com. Mm -hmm. I think this is the one that started the whole conversation. Like, th this okay. is the first test that we talked about. Specifically, you well, named 16 personalities. Okay. Here is why I said it, because I didn't actually know about this test. Oh. The one, when I think of oh, the YouTube test, videos? I think of the human metrics one. Oh. I just say 16 personalities because that's what I know it as. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. So then we both, I like, I've taken the human metrics one in the past. I call it my okay. grade. Okay, so never mind. Anyway, so anyways, I uh, got your result. Protect. Okay, this one's a little interesting. It's a little different. So it's kind of like a character mm -hmm. to me. Um, so I got protagonist, uh, ENFJ-A, which, by the way, I got my results, I didn't even, like, read them, so. Yeah. And I, I have your thing pulled up here, too, so. Um, so I've that. got mind, this trait determines how we interact with our environment. I got 52% extroverted, 48% introverted. So, very similar v to the one before, and so these, um, this website has different terms, like, 
for, like, the category. Like, I, I'm not going to explain it right, but it's basically, it's, the letters go in the same order. There's yeah. just an extra letter at the end. Mm-hmm. So, continue. Um, so then the next one is energy. So this trait shows where we direct our mental energy. Um, I got 55% intuitive and 45% observant. Um, and then nature, this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. 46% thinking, 54% feeling. I'm very middle of the road. Yeah. Um, here. Um, tactics, this trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. 61% judging, 39% pros- prospecting. Did I say that right? Yeah, prospecting. Per- that it also perceiving. Oh, oh wait, no. Judge, Pros- wait. INF. No, no, perceiving. Okay. Perceiving is like the standard word um identity this trait underpins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions i'm 53 percent assertive and 47 percent turbulent so again this is very similar to what we already read from the other test so protagonists feel called to serve a greater purpose in life thoughtful and idealistic these personality types strive to have a positive impact on other people in the world around them they rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy. Protagonists are born leaders, which explains why these personalities can be found among, oh, yeah, whatever, that's not important. Their passion and charisma allow them to inspire others, not just in their careers, but in every arena of their lives, including their relationships. Few things bring protagonists a deeper sense of joy and fulfillment than guiding friends and loved ones to grow into their best selves. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, so just their leaders is basically what it is. Charis- and then Leaders and charisma. Yeah. Both. This website breaks it down a lot more into, like, more categories. So, um, aside from politics, I'm going to read those to you. If there's one we want to go into, we can go into for both you and me. Okay, let me pause. Yeah. Since we're- okay, so um, we're decided we're going to do strengths and weaknesses and friendships. Um... And maybe romantic relationships. Maybe. I just think it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. So, these are bullet points, and so I'll just read the trait. We don't really... If you want to hear more, I can read what it says about it, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's super important. All right, so here are your strengths. Do you want strengths or weaknesses first? Strengths. Okay. Receptive. Okay. Reliable. Yeah. Passionate. Yeah. Altruistic. And charismatic. Okay, what's Altruistic. Um, so, these personalities are known for harboring a deep desire to be a force for positive change. Protagonists genuinely believe that if they bring people together, they can do a world of good. So, altruism is, like, helping people. Okay. Weaknesses. Mm. Unrealistic. Overly (laughs) idealistic. Condescending. Intense. Overly empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if they're all weaknesses. Oh, no! <laughs> That's probably better for the audio. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. Um, would you like to go into... Let's do friendships first. Okay. okay. Um, Alright, so this one is a lot more, so I will read the little introduction, and then I'll skim the rest. And okay. Go from there. Connecting with other people makes protagonists feel alive and purposeful. It's no surprise, then, that they are anything but apathetic about friendship. Protagonists put sincere, dedicated effort into staying close with their friends. 
For these personalities, friendships are far from expendable or insignificant. Instead, they're a key component of a life well-lived. Yes, 100%. I agree. Yeah, friendships are definitely, like, a big part of my life. Um, And maybe part of that is because romantic relationships aren't. Yeah. So then I put more value into my friendships. I don't know. Than than another person. Yeah. Here's um, a little thing that sounds interesting. Okay. Protagonists can be among the best friends anyone could wish for. Mm-hmm. Kind of... <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> I... That was fabulous. Uh, kind-hearted and trustworthy, people with this personality type dedicate incredible amounts of energy and attention to their friendships. They want their friends not to feel not merely validated, but supported, not merely heard, but understood. They can also be trusted to show up in ways both large and small, whether by taking time after a grueling day at work to help a friend spruce up their resume, or by putting together a weekend-long destination birthday party for a friend who needs a boost. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes protagonists happier than seeing the people they care about doing well, and few things could stop them from trying to help make that happen. And I will say yes. Okay. I, yeah. I think that... That's why I read it, is because I think it's very accurate. I think that's me to a T, and um, little foreshadowing that combined with my love languages yeah i just i don't know i think it's perfect yeah um so <laughs> turning to me now yes oh wait, did you want to talk about romantic relationships oh yeah uh, what does it say just real quick okay um <laughs> sure <laughs> okay um it'd be hilarious if it said mm, although these personalities may come across as outgoing or even a bit flirtatious Few protagonists are satisfied by fleeting attractions. Their standards are high, and they know it. Um, when protagonists fall for someone, they tend to fall hard, and they're not coy about it. Yeah, isn't that... Isn't that right? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> um, wow. So I'm picky? Yeah, that's to the max the pickiest you can get yeah that's that's about it wow that i think it's interesting so my type on this is a different i got infj uh, nope i didn't i got isfj oh dash t um which i thought was interesting because that is the first time i've gotten the s before so i have got 97 percent introverted which yeah makes sense I got 90, uh, nope, 50, oh my gosh, I'm struggling, <laughs> 51% observant, which is the sensing over, um, intu- intuitive, mm-hmm. I got 64% feeling, 72% judging, and then 54% turbulent, so okay. I think it's really interesting, like, how big my percentages are. It, yeah, you, in both of the tests so far, yeah, you've had very clear-cut, for the most part, whereas mine are all super close to the line. Um, also, what's turbulent? Assertive versus turbulent. I don't... I, I don't know what... I don't really care about the A and T. Okay. So... Just keep... Okay. Go... What's your... Your sentinel... Sentinel. Sentinel. That okay. is, uh, sorry, I like screenshotted a different thing than you did. Yeah. But it's because I was looking at your turbulent defender. 
repeat it. So in their un unassuming, understated way, defenders help make the world go round. Hardworking and devoted, people with this personality type feel a deep sense of responsibility for, to those around them. Defenders can be counted on to meet deadlines, remember birthdays and special occasions, uphold traditions, and shower their loved ones with gestures of care and support. But they rarely demand recognition for all that they do, preferring instead to operate behind the scenes. I agree with every single thing yeah. that was stated in there. Yep, especially like the behind the, the scenes behind the, part. Yeah, well, and so I was talking with Juggles last night. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to college soon. Yes. And so we we're talking about college and I love that we... I told you where she was going. Yeah, that was that was pretty great. <laughs> um, and about you know where we see ourselves in the future. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that you know I might be more successful than her, and I was like, I think we're both going to be successful. I think she's going to get recognition for the stuff she does, and I don't think I will. Yeah, I concur. And I, you know. I can get the recognition for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm kidding. Um, no, I think you'll do a lot of great things, especially with, like, the different stuff that you've mm -hmm. talked about. And I mean, um, going off it, of, like, I just care about people. I just want to help them. And you don't need that recognition. No, I, I don't care. I don't, but, I don't even want to get recognized. Like, right. I, I don't want to be, I mean, I want this podcast to be super famous, but, like. Yeah. But this is, like, something fun in terms of, like. If I go and, like, help a whole bunch of people, I don't really need that to be publicized. Like, that is yeah. just something I want to do. Right. Uh, and I, I think for your sister, like, she kind of does need that recognition. Just to know yeah. that she's going down the right path and yeah, and doing re less of a ego booster and more of, like, a, a, a confirm, a confirmation that she's doing, like, good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um so, uh, another, here's the next little chunk. Among defenders' most distinctive traits is loyalty. Rare is the defender who allows a friendship or relationship to fade away from lack of effort. Instead, they invest a great deal of energy into maintaining strong connections with their loved ones, and not just by sending how-are-you-doing texts. People with this personality type are known for dropping everything and lending a hand whenever a friend or family member is going through a hard time. Defenders' sense of loyalty doesn't stop with their nearest and dearest. It often extends to their communities, their employers, and even family traditions. I think that's accurate, I especially agree. to a fault. Well. Um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Other people may take advantage of defenders' helpful, hardworking nature, leaving them feeling burned out and overworked. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was pretty much going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I do, and I really like the thing, like, not allowing relationships to fade away without trying and yeah. I think that's really I mean partly because of graduating and going away for school and partly because of COVID I mean I lost a lot of people yeah and I probably could have tried harder but like I did try to stay connected to them and, yeah you know well I mean and before that like there there is so much energy that you were trying to put in to try to save it when you didn't yeah. know what was right so yeah, I think that is all very accurate to you. Do Defend you have strengths and weaknesses? Oh, yeah, we can go into that. There's just so much I can read. So much. Okay, strengths. Yes. Supportive, yes. reliable, observant, mm -hmm. enthusiastic, hardworking, good practical skills. Yes. I agree. Uh, all of them, yep. Weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Overly humble, taking things personally, mm -hmm. repressing their feelings, mm -hmm. overcommitted, reluctant to change, and too altruistic. Well, if yeah. that doesn't describe me, <laughs> I don't know what it yep, is. Yup, yup, yup. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't no, know what to do with my like, hands, so I keep, oh, like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> power stance. 
Um, I really like the one that calls me out for repressing my feelings. Yeah. And uh, reluctant to change. Mm. As we've been talking about that, I mean, defenders are among the personality types that struggle the most with change. And yeah. we just had that discussion last week. In, uh, two weeks ago, I think. In one of our last couple episodes, <laughs> we, we discussed how change is really hard for me, yeah. and I know that. So. Uh, friendships. Yeah. Let's go. Um, given how warm, supportive, and generous defenders are, it's not surprising that others gravitate towards them as friends. I think mm-hmm. I should have more friends, but that's true. Mm. <laughs> um, defenders tend to be private and a bit protective of themselves, and it can take them a while to feel comfortable enough to open up to someone new. Hmm. This explains why most of Defender's friendships don't start as random encounters on a wild night out, but rather through comfortable and consistent contact, for example, at school or work. Dude, yeah. Yeah. We literally just had that conversation. Exactly. I, I know. I move my head too much. We do this. move your head too much. Um, yeah, I... Yeah. I don't yeah. even have anything to say. I mean, I don't know. You are the one to go to Ragers and just I, I make all the friends. <laughs> um, I could never go to Ragers. Um, dude, don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Um, deep down, def- many defenders long to be liked and accepted. This is a natural desire, and it helps explain why people with this personality type are known for being such thoughtful, reliable friends. And then it goes into being people pleasers. Yeah. And not wanting to, you know, cause trouble in friendships. And I agree. I mean, again, as we've talked about, like, Needing to have tough conversations with people who mean a lot to me is really, really hard because I don't want to upset them. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and with that, just know, like, sometimes it's better to have that conversation mm-hmm. because not having it can also upset people. Not to put you in a paradox, but... No, I... I, <laughs> I know. Um, All right, romantic relationships. Yes, Let's please see. Go. What I'm looking for. Let's see how accurate this is to you. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) You did the same thing? Well, I did it because I saw you did it. Oh, okay, good. This is the stance. Romantic relationships bring out a side of this personality type that may not be obvious at first glance. Hmm. No. Beneath Hmm? their mild, unassuming exteriors, defenders thrum with passionate commitment and loyalty toward the people they love. At times, defenders themselves may be surprised by the intensity of their feelings, especially their fierce desire to protect and care for their partner. Interesting. Defenders' emotions run deep, so deep that people with this personality type may struggle to find the words to express just how much their partner means to them. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just taking it in. Just taking it in. Go ahead. Um, defenders in love. Let's see. <laughs> Asking someone out can be incredibly uncomfortable for defenders <laughs> who tend to worry about not only rejection, but about violating unspoken social rules. Ah! Dang. Ooh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. This really be calling us out, This man. really do be calling us out. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> they don't take their relationships lightly, and they don't give up easily. After that lovely little conversation... Are we on Enneagram? Um, yeah, Enneagram is the next test. So this one is a little different. Um... And I think, Alex, you call it the wing test? Yeah, so pretty much it's like you, there's numbers one through nine, and mm-hmm. you have a main number, and then you have um, a wing number. So, um, for example, I'm seven wing two. Okay. So you're nine wing two. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Yeah, so it's like if you took a circle and divided it into nine segments, and each segment 
is either, like, is, can be small, it can be big, it can be, like, mm-hmm. it's a weird kind of thing. And, um, just so you know, I might have already said this, but all of these, um, tests are going to be linked in the show notes, so you yeah. can go take them for yourself and see what we mean. Mm-hmm. So, you're, uh, well, we already said what our types are, so let's yeah. talk about you. So, this is what it says as, like, the title of this section. Seven. Mm-hmm. The Enthusiast. Mm. The busy, variety-seeking type. Spon- spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive, and scattered. Um, so, here's the in brief. Sevens are extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. Playful, high-spirited, and practical, they can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. Hmm. At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Basic fear of being deprived and in pain. Basic desire to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. Cool. Okay. I'm just thinking about, like, my family listening to this and then being like, Oh my god, this is so... Um... They approach life with curiosity, optimism, and a sense of adventure, like kids in a candy store who want to look at the world in wide-eyed, rapt anticipation of all the good things they're about to experience. Um, you started that sentence, and I went, <laughs> And then you went, wide-eyed kids in a candy store. I mean, you did sound funny. I did not say in that <laughs> accent, but okay. Sevens are exhilarated by the rush of ideas and by the pleasure of being spontaneous, preferring broad overviews and the excitement of the initial stages of the creative process to probing a single topic in depth. Yep. That sure dares right. Oh, interesting. Hmm? They tend to have excellent mind-body coordination and manual dexterity. Mm. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little lot of it clumsy. Hmm. Why am I like... Southern? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um. Intriguing. All right. So mine is type nine, the peacemaker. Nine wing two. The easygoing, self. Um. F I don't want to say that because it's gonna sound bad. E F F A C I N G. Effacing. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Uh, receptive. A reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. So, nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They're usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. Yeah. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems, and minimizing anything upsetting. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. Mm. At their best, indomitable and all-embracing, they are able to bring people together and heal conflicts, which I think is, I think it's interesting because as much as I do that and, like, try to stop problems before they become problems, when it comes to myself, I'm really horrible at it. Yeah. Well, that would be inertia. That's true. Problems with inertia. Yeah. Basic fear of loss and separation, basic desire to have inner stability, peace of mind. I agree. And um, I did take this test before, and I got uh, the nine before. Okay. That's I'm pretty sure I took it, and I got seven wing two previously as well. In this website that I was looking at, which is not the same website as the test, this is a separate website. I will make sure that is linked as well. 
there's a section where you can compare two types. Mm-hmm. Now, the only really way to compare that was, uh, like, romantic compatibility. Alex and I are not in a romantic relationship. No, we are Casey not. didn't know. Um, but I was reading through it, and I was like, I think this is still really accurate yeah. to our relationship. So, um, if you would like to go ahead and yes. read. Okay. Enneagram 7s and 9s are one of the most often seen pairings of types because they bring a good mix of similar and opposite qualities. Fundamentally, 7s and 9s are both positive outlook types who are optimistic, upbeat, and who prefer to avoid conflicts and negatives in their lives and in their relationship. I mean, I think that's really true, and I mean, uh, I think we've said on here before, but like, we don't really have conflicts. Nope. Yeah, we're, we're, we're chilling. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. They might be separated physically or have few financial means, but sevens and nines can make the best of these circumstances and continue to build their future together. I think it's very accurate, especially what we were talking about earlier today. Yeah, and especially, like, now that's why I put this in here because it really stood out to me. Like, I'm away at school and you're at home and we have few financial means. Yep. Um, But, like, we still make every effort we can to see each other and make sure we're doing stuff together. Absolutely. Um, Both are also often funny and can make even the most mundane events pleasurable and pleasant. Sevens provide the stimulation, nines the audience. That, well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and like as I said before, like you often will talk and I will just listen. And we're hilarious. And we are hilarious. Dude, us at church, like we'd be writing back and forth, like before, like even if we were not texting, we were writing. We were writing all the time. And like, you know, something I think about a lot, I am not, like, popular. I would, never was popular. Mm-hmm. I think, like, we were, like, the popular kids at church. I know! Like, I was not popular either, but I was at church. Yeah, I was, like, at school, like, literally the opposite of popular. Like, no one even knew me. But, like, at church, like, we were running the things. We were, like... We were in charge. When I got those were. four kids suspended, everybody was like, who even is Alex? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was in class one time, right? And I had been helping, um... The girl sitting next to me with her assignment because she wasn't understanding, so I, I was teaching her a little bit. And then, um, far more outgoing than I ever will be. And so she was going over and helping someone else, someone else, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like Paige taught me." And they were like, "Who's Paige?" Yeah. And I was like, I, "I've been sitting here the whole year." <laughs> and and she said something along the lines of like, "Oh yeah, she sits over there, always wears that sweatshirt." And I was like, oh, "Awkward." <laughs> You're you're a background character. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm usually quiet at school and mm. um, and work sort of too. Yeah, but me like, too. yeah, I don't know. We are popular at church. We are popular at church. Well, maybe I mean, come now. on, we're amazing. I know, right? Uh, okay. On the complimentary. Wait, hold on. On. Oh no, that's right. Wait, I'm not complimentary. Why am I reading? I'm going to keep reading, though. I don't know, but I, I think you can read. You're doing good. Read. Okay. On the comp... Is that complimentary? Complimentary. Okay. Opposite side. Sevens are more active and self-assertive than nines. They tend to take initiative to make plans to have multiple interests and provide the energy for the couple. Sorry, that's too accurate. I know. Well, I'm definitely saying I'm reading this thing. I was reading it, like just to see and I was like oh my gosh this is scarily accurate yeah like, you make the plans I you, do you take charge of everything and I'm like okay cool yeah wow I think I um I, this is the way we had planned it was to have this episode last but especially after the two episodes that come before I, this like this is the perfect wrap-up to yes. like 
we've been saying all these things and explaining how we are, how we are with each other. And then now it's like, well, here's oh. an explanation. It's yeah. Because this is how our personalities are. Yeah. Uh, okay, last little bullet point here. Nines bring a sense of steadiness, support, and acceptance to the relationship. Their personal simplicity and uncomplicatedness meshes well with the more assertive qualities of the seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, again, like I... All, all those I, very yeah. accurate, which is probably why you put them in here. Yeah, because but... there was obviously a lot more that I didn't necessarily... There was a whole section about, like, how, like, they are intimately with each other. I was yeah, like, no, no we're gonna no. just not talk about that. We don't section. hug. No, we don't touch. No. I know... High fives, maybe. Sometimes. Not you since I COVID. Never uh, yeah. I'm saying, like, obviously, like, right now we're sitting six feet apart, yeah. but, like, in general, we don't sit that close together anyway, except no. when we're recording in the back of your car, but... Yeah. Even then, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we need a... <laughs> don't touch me. Um, Not just you, but just nobody. Yeah. So, that kind of wraps up the Enneagram test, so we're going to take a stop. So, the last test that we took is the love language mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. from the, like, love language website. FiveLoveLanguages.com. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Love languages we have referenced in a couple of episodes yeah. um, already. It's something that we've... This is what I think I've done at church. Yeah, we've definitely done... The, you know, we might have done the um, uh, Myers-Briggs with, like, um, when I went on Mission Blitz my first year. Mm. Or or the years before you. It might have been something done with our previous youth leader. Because um, I remember taking an assessment thing at confirmation camp but that wasn't any of these that was like the like spiritual gifts assessment i don't know and it was something. i feel like and it's... i remember it was like weird because we were all in choir and like so all the music choir, like do you sing in church a lot do you and we were all like yeah because we're in choir and then like we all got our gift as being music and i was like i just don't think that's true i just think i like yeah, being my... in choir i'm not music um I just remember taking it. Carter was definitely there, but mm-hmm. I don't remember you being there. So it, it has to have been either early mission blitz or with um, the old youth leader. Uh, maybe that time when she made me cry. I don't oh, know. Look at this. We can get into that. Okay. All right, so love languages. Yes. You go first. Okay. I don't think either of us were surprised by our results. No, not at all. Um, okay. Receiving gifts, 33%. Active service, 30%. Quality time, 27%, words of affirmation, 10%, physical touch, 0%. What a surprise <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I'll do mine and then we can talk yeah. about it. So I had quality time, 33%, words of affirmation, 30%, acts of service, 17%, physical touch, 13%, receiving gifts, 7%. kind of interesting that your acts of service is, like, lower. I don't know. Well, I guess, I don't know. So, okay, here's what is it. So, this is, like, how you like to be loved by other people. Oh, yeah. So, I yes, I show love by acts of service, absolutely. But in terms of being loved, like, eh. Yeah. There, there are enough. things I would appreciate more. Yeah, th- that makes sense. So, I guess we should, like, explain each category. Okay. So, receiving gifts. Is. Gift giving. Gifts, uh, is how I, I usually refer to it. Yeah, gift giving. I know you like gifts. I, I don't like gifts. So, like. I don't know what it is. I just love, like, thinking, like, okay, somebody's birthday, Christmas, whatever. I'm, like, I get super excited to 
figure out uh, and like get a gift for them like I get I just love it I think it's so much fun and I love getting gifts myself too because I put so much effort in I don't know I just feel cared for when I get gifts well and I think it's really interesting because I am the exact opposite I could care less if you get me a gift I I appreciate when you get me gifts thank you very much for my birthday present I appreciate them a lot I it's not I don't appreciate them but like if someone were to tell me, like, oh, I'm not getting you a gift this year. Like, if my parents were like, we're not getting you a birthday gift. I'd be like, okay, I don't care. <gasps> Do I have the ribbon? No, you have the ribbon. I have the ribbon. Oh, it's because I don't... It's because I don't get you gifts. I never gave it to it's you. It's okay. I just thought I forgot it. But, um, but like, at the same time, like, I don't like to give gifts. Like, that's not... A, I mean, part of it is because I'm cheap, but, like, part of it is it's just not... It's not what you think it's of. Not, it's not your It's focus. not what I do to show people that I care about them. Right. Like, the... And maybe it's just because I'm not material. Well, it's yeah I mean I think that's it and then also like for me sometimes like it's a little hard because I think that of everybody that I'm with uh, I don't think anybody else's gift giving is their like top one of their top love languages yeah I agree so it's a little hard for me sometimes because I like get super excited it's like a big thing for me and so sometimes I, like, I don't know how to, like, I don't blame people. I understand it. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I really like gifts. In a non, yeah. like, like, greedy yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's not greedy. I mean, it's just, it's how you like to yeah. feel loved. And when people don't like to show love that way, I mean, it, it's like a, that. That's why I make, I like, guess. a, like, at Christmas, mm-hmm. that I showed you my Christmas list. No? No. Hmm. Um, so I made a Christmas list, and it had, like, categories and, like, all this stuff. And, like, um, it had wide ranges of stuff going from, like, $2 Barbie movies to, like, crazy expensive things. That It was a combination of, like, a list of things that I want to get myself eventually. And also, like, hey, here's a big giant range of things that I want eventually. Um... And I gave it to my parents because there's no way I'm going to give that to other people. That is mm-hmm. that is greedy and selfish and, greedy and, and selfish. a jerk move. But um, uh, You can show me because I have a really hard time shopping for you. So. Yeah, okay. I'll show you it. I appreciate the ideas. Okay. Um, um, but anyways, yes, so the next... Acts of service. So acts of service is um, doing things. So like if someone is having a rough day and you offer to cook them a meal or you do their chores for them mm-hmm. or you pick up their groceries like doing doing things for someone yeah else i feel like for me um access service and gift giving are sort of along the same thing like you're gifting your time and your mm-hmm. energy to do something and I equate that pretty similarly to to gifts as well. I, I feel like they're pretty evil and even, not they're evil. <laughs> and that explains why those are my top two at thirty three and thirty percent. Like mm. it, it just makes sense. And I believe it's my third. Sorry, I it's your third. Yeah, it's my third. Yeah, and I mean I do appreciate when people do things for me. It does mean a lot, but there are things that mean more. Yeah. So and next then is my next one's quality time. Yes, which I know is which my is your biggest. Top. Yeah, um, which makes sense. Yeah, and that's just—I mean, it's what we're doing now. It's just mm-hmm. spending time with people. Yeah, you and like for me, like I—I I think it. Um, I like just hanging out, doing something, whatever. Like, it's fun. Once again, it's taking time out of your day, mm-hmm. or taking time, energy, whatever, 
um, for me. So it, it's also similar to that of like a gift in my mind. Yeah. But like I think for why acts of service and gift giving is above is because I do a lot of people in my life's thing is quality time. So I'm spending a lot of time with all these people all the time. So then um, since gift giving and acts of service aren't as common, they are more special in their rarity. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, um, yeah, for me, it's just, I mean, as I said, like, I'm not really a material person, and so the best thing for me is just to spend time with people. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time I would come home from school, all I would want to do is just, like, I knew I needed time for myself, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to hang out with my sisters and the rest of my family. And um, the one time I came home, it was, like, a decision I made, like, the night before the mm-hmm. weekend. I was like, hey, Mom, can I come home? And she was like, yeah, okay. And when I came home, both of my sisters were busy for the times that I was home. And I was really upset because I, all I wanted to do was come home and hang out with people. And, like, obviously this was a really last-minute decision. It's okay. They're allowed to have plans already. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's – yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also, like, because time um, – because of how you, like, gain energy and stuff like that. Um, time is more important with other time with other people is more precious to you because it also is in some rarity because you need that time by yourself Mm -hmm. so when you go out of your way and put out all that energy that you need to to be with people like it just means a lot more so it makes sense with the other stuff that we were talking about yeah because I have a little bit more tolerance and can hang out with people a lot easier. Like, hanging out with people one-on-one, I'm pretty good with. It's when I'm with a lot of people that my energy drains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I gain energy from being in a small little group um, or being by myself. Whereas you need your energy from being by yourself. So then I, it, it just makes sense the way that all of this is like... Lining up. Yeah. yeah. The next, I believe, is words, words of, affirmation, of affirmation. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I think that's my, like, 30%. Yeah, it is. So I believe that's pretty high, and that's basically, um, how, how I describe it is just, like, people giving me compliments, and not mm-hmm. necessarily, like, oh, I need everyone to tell me, like, that I look nice or something, but, like, if I do a project and someone's like, oh, yeah, that looks really good, like, not even asking for it, like, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's, going back to something I said last week, like, just yeah. being recognized. Yes. And interesting. Um, I wrote a paper recently. I submitted it. I felt whatever about it. It's irrelevant how I feel. But um, my professor wrote a comment on it and was like, this is really good writing. And that just Meant made me feel so good. Like, just people recognizing that I'm doing good things mm-hmm. gives me more confidence in myself. Yeah. I think that makes – that it makes a lot of sense with who you are and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like – with me, I'm terrible with words. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I, words are not it for me. Yeah, so, I know. like, I was trying to write in your thing and I wanted to write something nice. I don't know how to, I was like, I don't know how to actually express what I want to say, mm-hmm. which I think is why I express things in, in gifts in, in time and right. stuff like that. And that's the thing, like, I tend to write people letters or mm-hmm. notes or whatever. I mean, I did, like, for senior night on tour, I wrote yeah. everyone letters, and they were all of pretty equal length, just because yeah. I, I am better with my words, and even, um, 
I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but something that I've started doing is writing notes to people, not intending to send them, just as a way of journaling and mm-hmm. um, getting cool. things out. And I, I just, I think that words are ways that I'm able to express things. I know they're not for you. Yeah. And so I think it's very interesting that, like, obviously, it's not interesting. It makes perfect sense. That, it like, does. The, the ways that we care about other people and express that are 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 the ways that we want to be yes. cared for. Yes. It's it's interesting in the fact of realizing everything and bringing it full circle, coming all together with everything. Mm-hmm. And with everything that we've talked about, all that we have said, it makes perfect sense that physical touch is both our at the bottom of both of our lists. Um, gift giving is the bottom for you. Uh, and I, I do appreciate physical touch. To an extent, and... More than me. I, well, yeah. yeah, I know. you got 0%. I know, I know more than I me. mean, like, outside of, like, a test, just, like, in yeah, life. Yeah, no, I know, and, I mean, I do appreciate it. I give my family hugs all the time. It's just there are other things that matter more to me. So how this um, particular test is set up is you have two options, and you have to pick which you'd prefer. Mm-hmm. And so even though I appreciate the physical touch, I just prefer the quality of time more. Yeah. And, like, with that, I think, like... Well, I'm, I said yeah, as in I agree. Yeah, for you, but, like, for me, I, clearly I picked everything over physical touch. Right. I It's just not for me, and I think it makes sense in the realm of, like, with, like, my sexuality and stuff like yeah. that, that I'm still figuring out labels or anything if I even want to do labels. But, like, I'm not interested in being with anybody I don't like hugging people. I don't like being in close proximity. Like, if you're, like, hovering your arm near my arm, like, no, take a step back. Like, mm. I I don't like being right up next to people. Now, I can get, like, some close, like, depending on who you are, and I'm okay, but, like... It's not your... Thing. No, I, I get, like, tense. And, like, we were talking in last week's episode, like... I get super tense, super uncomfortable, even if it's not a big group of people. If you're too close to me, it's that same, like, kind of claustrophobic-ish feeling. Except I can be in tight places. Just mm-hmm. not... Just not with other people. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's it's less about the small space and more about not, like, like, I don't know if the people is the problem. Yeah. But, um, it... All of this makes perfect sense for both of us. Yeah, I mean, it just making it even broader like i think all these quiz assessment looking things are very accurate and there are and obviously to restate something i said earlier obviously there are going to be things that don't make sense to you um and that's okay like again these aren't like these are pretty generalized things i mean i'm guessing they're run by computers so like it's not going to be 100% accurate but it can give you a little more insight into who you are and, you know, if you're like, man, I, I have this tendency to, I can't remember anything we talked about earlier, yeah. but, like, I have this tendency to learn languages really quickly, and yeah. then it's interesting to see, like, how that it can be related to your personality. Well, and, and taking all the tests together is really mm. cool because we were able to see answers that it, There's or things, connections. Yeah, between all of them and, like, figuring out why is cool, and now I feel like you and I have a better understanding. I mean, we've had yeah. conversations of this stuff in the past, but I feel like really breaking it down, talking about it, having realizations, um, I feel like we'll be able to do better at 
showing each other that we care and um, things like that. I, I just feel like all the past three, uh, past two weeks episodes and this week's episode, I feel like all very good and just kind of like restating things that we already know about each other mm-hmm. but restating it all together um just really shows the connection between each piece and uh i feel like we have a better understanding of each other and hopefully you guys have a better idea who we are and how yeah we in these past three weeks you learned a whole lot about us <laughs> like some lot. real deep stuff See, like, this is the kind of stuff that we just do for fun. I know. This is a conversation. Like, all these episodes are things we totally would have just talked about. Yeah. Um, which I think and is And now why... we're just making a profit for <laughs> No, but I, I think that's why, like, we were so excited to record it. And, like, yeah. I know, like, I thought these were going to be some of our best episodes. I think it's just, mm-hmm. it's because things we were already going to have a conversation about. Yeah, and the stuff we're passionate about, too, Yeah. So, so with yeah. that, thank you for listening. Yes, Please thank you. Please go ahead and take some of these and... Let us know what you got. Do you agree with your results? Do you... What do you think of our results? <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, but check out our YouTube channel. It's the True Sleuths. It's linked in our show notes. We've got some pretty epic videos. Yes. Uh, more to come. More to come. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I don't just, like, stop editing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something I forgot to mention last week, but I'm going to mention it this week. We have a Google form yes. linked in our show yes, notes yes. as well. It's just a quick little survey... All the questions are optional. Answer as many as you'd like. Um, just for us to get a little understanding about what you are looking for from the podcast so we can shape it around so that our listeners like it mm-hmm. while also doing what we want. Yes. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you don't want. We'll, we'll do, do what, what we, we want. want. Um, and on that note, also check out our Instagram at the True Sleuths. We'll have uh, some cool stuff. Yes. Check out our TV. stories. Um, definitely stay tuned for next wait today or next week yeah. when does this go up does this go up on the 24th this is the 25th mm. stay tuned for yesterday um yeah well, well <laughs> go and i don't know i don't know either but anyway yeah, if you were following us on instagram you saw that we were in new york city yesterday which Woo-hoo. was so much fun second time and uh second time together yeah, yeah we've yeah. both been to new york before yeah i've only been like five times yeah and i've only been probably about the same okay anyway we both so yeah anyways it was so much fun we saw beetlejuice it It was was incredible (laughs) love the snake (laughs) um it's our favorite show thus far haven't even seen it yet anyway Um, anyway but um with that we are in the process of editing yeah. A little, um... Something, A something. little mini-episode about our day, so stay tuned. That'll be coming Ooh. out in the next couple of days before next week's episode. Fingers crossed that you're all gonna tune in right when it drops. Um, also... Send us an email. Yeah. I thought you were signing Emily. No, I might Because I wasn't have. paying attention. <laughs> they're, they're very similar. I saw E-M, and then I, like, wasn't paying attention. Not. I saw the L, and my brain went Emily, because I was talking about snakes, and snakes equals dinosaurs. It's okay. I can fingerspell, but I can't read fingerspelling. Anyways, it's the truthsleuthspod at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us an email telling us about your results, anything you want to know more about. Yeah. And Tell us. you'll hear us next week. Mm-hmm. Paige's mom is here, so we gotta go. Bye-bye. <laughs>